The story of the Adirondack Mountains is as vast and varied as the land itself. The Adirondack experience isn't the only place that tells that story. ADK Extra Credit is shining a spotlight on a neighboring cultural institution. Today's spotlight is on the North Star Underground Railroad Museum, located in the town of Ausable Chasm, New York. North Star displays exhibits showing stories of fugitives from slavery who passed through northeastern New York and the Champlain Valley on their way to Canada. Ready to earn some extra credit? You're listening to ADK Extra Credit, a podcast for students about the history of the Adirondack Mountains and the people who have lived, worked, and played here. The Adirondack Experience, the museum on Blue Mountain Lake, is located in the heart of the Adirondack Park of New York State. Did you know that the Adirondacks has ties to the Underground Railroad? Me either. Not until I visited the North Star Underground Railroad Museum. If you look at a map, you can see that New York State shares a border with Canada. Many freedom seekers used routes that went up the Hudson River and along Lake Champlain to reach Canada. The North Star Museum is a great place to learn more about that piece of history. Let's listen in on an interview with Jackie Madison, a representative from North Star Underground Railroad Museum. I am Christine Campo, School Programs Manager at the Adirondack Experience, the museum on Blue Mountain Lake. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Jackie Madison, President of the North Country Underground Railroad Historical Association. Hi, Jackie. Hello, how are you? (laughs) I am doing well. Thank you for talking with us today. Could you introduce yourself again and tell us about um, where you work? Yes, um, my name is Jackie or Jacqueline Madison. I'm with the North Country Underground Railroad Historical Association, and that organization oversees the North Star Underground Railroad Museum in Osable Chasm. I have visited before. It's a great place to visit. Can you tell us a little bit about the North Star Underground Railroad Museum? Yes, uh, the North Star Underground Railroad Museum is actually the result of a question asked of the founders, Don and Vivian Papson. The association started when the Papsons were asked if African-Americans participated in the War of 1812. The War of 1812 was a conflict between America and Great Britain, and African-Americans did participate in that war. But Don and Vivian also uncovered the stories of the Underground Railroad as a result of the research on this question. Now, some might ask, what was the Underground Railroad? And so I should explain that before I go further. The Underground Railroad 
is not a traditional train station. Uh, the term originated when a slave in Ohio uh, named Tice Davis fled from his owner in Kentucky. He made it to Ohio and he swam across the Ohio River with his owner in close pursuit in a boat. He reached the Ohio shore a few minutes before his owner. And so when his owner arrived, he said he must have gone off on an underground road. That's so interesting, this idea of an underground railroad, which is, as you say, not an actual physical railroad. Were, was he traveling besides water? The Underground Railroad was really a network of people, both African-Americans as well as whites, offering shelter and aid to escape uh, enslaved people. Water was, of course, ideal because uh, it could throw off the scents of dogs, but they, they traveled across the road, the land, I should say, and Although the Underground Railroad wasn't a railroad, there have been escaped slaves like Frederick Douglass that took the uh, train to get to get to his freedom. They used whatever means was available at the time, and they took whatever route based on these um, helpers to get to the next point in their journey towards Canada. That's so interesting. It's such an important part of our history. I bet you have some really interesting artifacts at your museum. Is there something in particular that you find the most interesting? Yes. Were you aware that African-Americans they were on Confederate bills. I did not know that. Yes, the Confederate money prints of African-Americans are truly fascinating to me. Many individuals are unaware of the connections of these figures on the bills. Our museum discovered this history when two of our members were on vacation in Charleston, South Carolina. They were given 10 prints of African-Americans, and these individuals were well-dressed, well-fed, and they were all smiling and happy. The artist of these prints uh, was John Jones. Jones actually had a customer that wanted him to enlarge a Confederate bill. And when he enlarged the bill, he noticed an image of an African-American on it. His research, uncovered the use of these bills as propaganda during that period. It was just probably before the Civil War. It meant that the South was really hoping these images would convince the North that there was no need to have a Civil War because the slaves were well-fed, clothed, and they were very happy. And if you had this Civil War, they would be out on their own and they uh, would not have all of these, I guess, perks or benefits 
these would be taken away from them. Jones has actually uncovered about 166 bills, wrote the first color of money book, which really pulls out that image. And he's redone that image in color. And he's also um, done a second book on, on additional money that he's found. That is, that's truly interesting. So there's only about 166 of these bills that exist in the world. That we know of, yeah, that he knows of. Uh, some of these he's discovered himself. Some of them were actually given to him by individuals. There's so many fascinating stories around this subject. Difficult stories, hard to listen to stories, but fascinating. Is there something in particular, a story that you tell at your site that students would be interested in seeing? We have four rooms in our museum and our most famous room is what we refer to as the John Thomas room. And I would encourage everyone to see this uh, particular story. The John Thomas room is actually an object theater. It, what happens as the um, video is playing, it will highlight certain items in the room. For example, if it's talking about uh, the lantern, it, a light will shine on the lantern. To tell you a little bit about John Thomas, he was actually a slave in Maryland who escaped when his wife and children were sold south. He actually made his way to Troy, New York, and he met Garrett Smith. Garrett Smith was a wealthy abolitionist. He owned about 800,000 acres of land. He actually agreed to give 3,000 African-American men 40 acres of land. The reason for that is because only men could vote at that time, but African-American men needed land worth $250. So John Thomas was given 40 acres by Garrett Smith, and he worked those 40 acres, but he discovered the land was really a little too far from the schools and too far from the church. So when he sold this piece of land, he went back to Troy for a while, but he really missed, I think, this area. He came back to uh, with his second wife, and this time he purchased 50 acres of land in the town of Bloomingdale. He grew that farm into uh, 200 acres, he was also, this. the community sort of rallied around him. Slave catchers did come for him, but the community stood up and said they would not allow him to be taken away. And so the slave catchers had to leave. So the community of Bloomingdale protected one of their residents. Yes. I do believe that people who in this area, many of them at that time, uh, believed in freedom, and he certainly was a hard worker. To be able to grow a farm from 50 acres to 200 acres, 
This isn't exactly like having land in the South where the weather is much more applicable to growing things. It gets very cold here. You have to time things just right. It shows that he must have became a part of that community and they really liked him is what I would say. Absolutely. When he passed in the Malone newspaper, they actually did a rather lengthy obituary on John Thomas. And we actually do have a copy of that at the museum. That That's a really great story. It's really fascinating. Tell me a little bit more about him being a storyteller. I don't know all the details. I do know that uh, that was included as part of his obituary. So I would imagine that in the evenings, and this is, I'm basing this on farm life uh, with my grandfather, after dinner, you know, you're usually sitting out on the porch or on the, in the yard, and, you know, they would tell stories. They would tell stories about uh, ghosts, uh, sometimes about other people, anything that probably came to mind. And he could probably put together a really good story that kept people entertained. They didn't have television. So storytelling was like we do today with watching TV, whether it's on a computer or it's on a regular television or on our phones. So it was their form of entertainment. If someone had limited time visiting your museum, what would you tell them was a must see? Probably two things. The first would be, of course, the John Thomas Object Theater. I think many people think that when they come, they, they came through here, but then they were really making their way to Canada. That's not necessarily true. And John Thomas points out that he came, but he never left. And he became a viable member of the community. The second exhibit uh, I think I would encourage people to watch would be the Northward to Freedom video in our Northward to Freedom room. That video was actually um, designed by the association. It was uh, done in collaboration with SUNY Plattsburgh. It's local people that played the roles in that video. They did a great job, but it gives you an idea of what it would be like to be a runaway. And it also tells the story of a lady, Lavinia Bell, who came through our region. She did go to Canada. If students and teachers want to find out a little bit more about the Underground Railroad in New York State and the Champlain Valley, what should they read? Well, Tom Calarco, he uh, wrote a lot about the Underground Railroad in this region. He has a book on the Underground Railroad in the North Country. If you're looking at young children, we have books written by fourth graders in Virginia. One's called The Amazing Story of Harriet Tubman. The other one, Freedom, Heroes Who Fought Against Slavery. They use everything from bits of cotton 
uh, construction paper, cloth, flowers, plants to tell the story. It sounds beautiful. Do you have a website you would recommend? Two websites. I would recommend the uh, uh, North Country UndergroundRailroad.com. The second site I would uh, recommend would be the Underground Railroad Consortium, New York State. Great, thank you. The first one is our website. The second one is actually a fairly new organization, the Go-Betweens to compile historical sites and uh, museums uh, with related information on the Underground Railroad in New York State. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with students who listen to this podcast? Yes, um, I would like to say, um, I know most people think of us as the Underground Railroad for um, enslaved people running away, but we actually also have a display for the Chinese Underground Railroad that came through this region as well. What time frame did that take place? Towards the end of the 19th century into the 20th century. There was a Chinese Exclusion Act that uh, the U.S. put out, and that was really the first uh, immigration act to try and keep people out of America. That's fascinating history right there. That's wonderful. Jackie, thank you so much for spending your time with us today and sharing your knowledge with the listeners of the ADK Extra Credit Podcast. And I wish to thank you for giving me that opportunity, Christine. We really want to share this story with as many people as we possibly can. We think it's a very positive story for for history and we think that not only the community, but those throughout uh, the states should learn about it. Absolutely. And I have been to your museum and was fascinated by objects and stories that you tell. And there are uplifting stories and wonderful positive stories and definitely worth a visit. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Christine and Jackie, for shining the ADK Extra Credit Spotlight on our neighbor to the north, North Star Underground Railroad Museum. Thank you for joining us for an episode of ADK Extra Credit. This podcast is brought to you by the Adirondack Experience, the museum on Blue Mountain Lake. Our mission is to expand understanding of Adirondack history and the relationship between people and the Adirondack wilderness fostering informed choices for the future. If you want to listen to more fun Adirondack history, visit our website, theadkx.org. That's T-H-E-A-D-K-X dot O-R-G.